All right, Brock, man. It's good to get you back on. You know, the last time we spoke, you were supposed to make your UFC debut. That didn't happen. I want to talk a little bit about that. Last October, lots of speculations and accusations came out when it got canceled. Um, before the actual truth came out, was it very difficult to kind of not talk about the situation? Yeah. Um, social media-wise, you know, my manager uh, and uh, the uh, UFC, Jeff Savinci and Donna Magaloni both told me to uh, keep it on the hush until they uh, get the test back from Germany and, you know, and, and see exactly what's going on with me while my uh, testosterone come back high, as it did, five and a half over one. So, you know, family and friends around here and stuff, and I uh, – you know, they come at me, and I was like, bro, y'all know I ain't on steroids. Come on, you know. Like, we know who's on steroids. <laughs> you know, it ain't me. And, yeah, so, I mean, um, social media-wise, I got a lot of burn. And I had called Sean Shelby, uh, like, a couple of days after, you know, they, they was telling me what was going on. And my test had to get sent off. And it would take two or three weeks to get back. And I called Sean, he answered, and I was like, yo, Sean, man, just tell me what's up, what's going on, like, what have I, uh, what have I so-called popped for, man, I don't, I don't take nothing, you know, he's like, man, you haven't popped for anything, he's like, you're, you're just on a marker, your, your test popped up, uh, anyways, called Sean, yo, man, what's up, what's going on with me, you know, um, what have I so-called popped for, he's like, man, you haven't popped for anything, uh, that's if you'd have popped for something, we would release it right when it happened that Friday. It'd have been blew up on social media. Here it is a Monday, nothing's popped out. You know, like uh, you just can't fight until we find out what's going on with you. He's like, maybe maybe it could be a tainted supplement you're taking. Uh, I was taking like some joint medicine and stuff, and I had got some shots to get a root canal done in my mouth a couple of days before you started testing me August 31st. And, but that was all just numbing stuff. So I'm like, man, maybe that got mixed up or something. Or, and, and Sean was like, man, you know, you got to watch out whose house you eating, who's who, who's cooking your food. You never know who's a hater. You never know what they even just they just putting in their food, you know. So uh, all of that was playing in my head, man. Just kind of like I'm just trying to backtrack and just see what's going on. And he was like, man, you know, it's going to take two or three weeks for this test to get back from Germany. I'm like, man, I, I can't wait. I can't wait that long. Like, dude, people, everybody's going to give me some burn. He's like, hey, man, this is just part of the game. You're going to get some burn. He's like, just uh, suck it up and uh, let's just get through it. I said, man, you know, really can't do nothing. So, uh, man, I just, I really just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm strong in, in, in my faith. And I just, I gave it all to God and, uh, you know, prayed 10 times more and, uh and one day, you know, three weeks later, like they said, they called me and uh, Jeff texted me uh, and Donna texted me. And they had me in a group message. They was like, hey, yo, bro, your test finally come in, man. Uh, you're just a freaking nature, man. Uh, you genetically got high testosterone. It's uh, very, very rare. And uh, we're, we're telling Sean right now and uh, we're going to get you a fight. I said, man, bet. I try to tell y'all, but. I ain't have to. you ain't have to send it all to Germany. You have to do all that. I try to tell you, you know, <laughs> people down here, uh, it must be something in our water. You know, we drinking that Space Jam water. Yeah. Or something. I don't know, man. But yeah, it's it was crazy. Uh, 
so, it's something always before my fights, man. Some, some delays and back outs and my, my, it's just just more to add to the to the story, man. You know, more icing on the cake when uh I finally do get in there and uh do my thing and and uh, start start this uh this whole legacy off in, in the UFC. So uh, it's just more beef and now here we are, uh, almost again one week out. Last time it was a week out, they they pulled me off. Mm-hmm. Friday I make a week out from way in. So fingers crossed. I ain't getting my hopes up like I always did. I'm a, uh, I'll get my hopes up when I'm making that walk, when my song comes on and them lights come on and I say, all right, I'm running to this cage. I ain't stopping me now, you know? So, yeah. But where, where does that come from? They say it's genetics, man. Where do you think it comes from? You think it comes from, you know, the native background? What's, what's, where does that, you said you were part lions uh, and tigers and all that, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you, uh, man, you know, the thing around here, my people are uh, Moabs. Reason, reason we're a state-recognized tribe, because a lot of people say we're, we're real mixed with other tribes, and we're mixed uh, with black and white, and a lot of people call us mutts around here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, you could really, yeah, we're Native Americans. We wrap the Native American heritage and, uh but I mean, if you really, if you really know my people, you really know we 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 got our own look and we got our own ways and and uh, you know we could we could really be our own race, our own little small race, you know. And um, man, people around here just uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 we went and tested ten of my other boys and all of them come back with high testosterone. We all act alike. We all look alike. We all. We all love the fight. We all got high testosterone ways, you know, uh, characteristics. So, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Jeff said, man, we, we've never really tested too many Native Americans, you know, uh, maybe like one or two. And he said every now and then an African would come back with high, you know, and, and usually white people and uh, Asian people have a uh, normal or low testosterone rate. So we haven't really tested your kind. So, uh you know, that's what they said it could have been, and, and that's that's what it is. So, yeah, I mean, uh, we we out here, man. We, you know, we, we're probably part lion, a little bit of bear, got some wolf in us, man. You know, got some got some hound dog in us. We, <laughs> we all mixed up. No doubt, man. Uh, yeah, after when you uploaded that video, you know, and you revealed like what actually happened, you said you wanted to get back in there December, but now we're sitting in. February, what happened, man? Man, I don't know. You know, they said they was gonna put me on the soonest card, but uh, the UFC's all about hype. I'm all about hype. Uh, I think they really like me from the contender. You know, they they like my charisma. They like the energy I brung. They uh, so I'm think you know I'm thinking they wanting to build me, and um, maybe in December it just wasn't the right atmosphere that they wanted me on. They didn't, there was a lot of real stacked cards in December and January. I actually was thinking I could get on that Connor card, and we was kind of shooting towards that. And I was kind of hearing that I was going to be on that card, but it never happened. And and come to find out, reason it never happened because they want to put. I mean, look at when I was fighting Thomas Gifford, they had me as the featured bout of the night, right? All right, that's my UFC debut against an 0-1 guy that nobody really no 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 junk to Thomas Gifford. I like Thomas Gifford actually. Become friends with him after we decided we weren't even gonna fight. But no junk to him. But they 
you could tell that they were willing to build me. Like when, who who has ever been put uh featured battle of the night for the UFC debut, you know, against an 0 and one guy. Uh I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe you can name some I don't know nobody. So obviously they're they like me. They're trying to build me. And then as soon as I got dropped from the card, they put Mike Davis in there. Mike Davis is a great fighter. But then they they threw them all the way in the prelims. Mm-hmm. You know. They they weren't trying to build them guys. They was trying to build me. So and, and that was a good that was a good card to build me on because it wasn't a big it was Joanna as the main event. Joanna's a big name, but it's a women fight, you know. Like I would have got seen probably more than Joanna would have got seen, you know. Cause Mike got seen on that. Mike, you know, got in there and done his business on Thomas. And now Mike has got a lot of hype just from that slaughter, just about it, you know. So um they were trying to build me, man. And so these cards in December, there's you know, some stacked cards, three title fights in, in one card. Then they had the Connor card. Nobody even got like I don't even know any other body that fought on the Connor card. I can't even remember. <laughs> I'm thinking about it right now. Who fought on the Connor McGregor card? Conor McGregor and Cowboy, that's who fought on the Conor McGregor card, you know. So if they'd have put me on that card, who would have remembered me fighting that night? Everybody's drunk and crazy and waiting to, for Cowboy to fight and Conor to fight. That people probably turned off their TV and turned it back on when, oh yeah, Conor's making the walk, you know. They're willing to put me on cards that ain't got big headlines, it ain't got big fights. So I could possibly be a superstar in that card. And it's smart. Okay, so now they put me in New Mexico. All right. What's in New Mexico? Yes, Mexicans, but the Apaches, the biggest Native American tribe with the biggest powwow out of all Native American history in the nation. The most savage, crazy, scapping tribe of all time, the Apaches are. And I'm fighting right next to the reservation, 30 minutes away from the reservation. Every Apache, I done had hundreds of Apaches hit me up on social media. Man, can't wait. Gonna be at your fight, man. You know, this is, we're stoked. So, yeah, I'm fighting a Mexican in New Mexico, but New Mexico ain't Mexican. You know, New Mexico has got some Mexicans. You got some Spanish people, but you also got a lot of Native Americans. They know I'm gonna walk out with my headdress and or my roach. They know I'm gonna paint my face, and they know I'm gonna get every one of them Indians to come buy that place out. They know that when I play my war drums and I come out to it, every one of them Indians are going to be, it's going to be like Connor fighting in Dublin, you know? So they, they, they're building me, man. And they, again, they didn't put me as a featured battle on this card. They put a couple more names, Diego Sanchez. They, you know, he has to fight New Mexico and he has to be the featured bout because it's Diego Sanchez in New Mexico. He trains right there in Albuquerque. They got to do that for him. It'll be in super disrespect, but they also put me above Lando they put me above uh, uh, Dotson, I think, or, some, or uh, somebody. They yeah, put Dotson me above a couple other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They put me above dudes that's been in the, that's done fall for the title, you know. And I'm not trying to glorify myself, but I mean, they, I mean they're smart. They're, they're a business. They know what they're doing. Uh, and you know, and I was I was waiting after January, and I was like, man, I'm a. I, I ain't hearing nothing when I'm fighting, so I, you know, I was. I itching, you know, I got a manager. He's the greatest manager in the world, Abraham Kawa, you know, uh, first round manager. But uh, Sean said, anytime I ever needed something to text him. So I was like, hey, Sean, well, yo, when, <laughs> when, when am I fighting? Oh, you want the February card in New Mexico, man. My bad. All right, bet. Start looking it up. Oh, New Mexico, Apaches. Okay, yes. You know, 
and it's, it's, it's a couple of weeks from their powwow too. So all uh, other nations will be out there. So, I mean, you know, I like it. It's a, it, when I found out about it, it's another eight weeks ahead, but Hey, I flew out to Vegas, didn't get to fight and had to wait eight, eight more weeks to come back and fight Devin Smith. Ain't nothing I ain't never did, you know, and I've already been waiting this long. I've already been waiting 13 years. So if I can wait, I can wait eight to 13 more weeks. So, yeah. Well, it's here, man, next week. So it's all good, man. And you, 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 you pointed out some big, uh, big advantages for yourself. You know, when you step into that arena, you got that, the native crowd just coming in. You said that they're going to be out in force. You know, it's almost like you're the main event. Do you feel that way? I always feel like I'm the main event, man, because, you know, I, uh, I've been fighting on main events and the regional shows for the last five years. I don't really, you know, uh, I fought the, the featured fight of the night on the contender. Um, I didn't even really watch the fight after me, you know, uh, even when, I mean, it just, you, you have to, every fight, even when you're not in the main event, you, 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 the main event, this is you, you know? And definitely if you got the crowd out there, you know, and the crowd's on your side, you know. Uh, I mean, Corey Anderson and uh, I can't even pronounce that other guy's name. But Block, Block or whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, Corey, Corey, Corey's a beast, you know, but and he, he probably will fight Jones next. If Jones, you know, and Jones probably is going to beat uh, Reyes. Corey's a good fighter, but. He's not out there. He, he ain't got no fans out there, you know. Uh, Jan ain't got no fans out there. Diego is uh, so yeah. Me and me and Diego is like the the the, the main and co-main event out there. That that that's who people is is uh, coming to see, and and that's a possible good uh, future matchup for me, you know. Diego, if he if he's still in it, if he stays in it for a couple more, but you know maybe that could be my next fight or. Maybe I could talk something into it or something. You never know, but uh, you never know how the card's gonna play. You never know what the UFC's gonna do. Um, but yeah, I'll, I always think I'm the main event, man, because I always feel like it's it's my show. You know, when I come out, it's I'm a showsman. It's just it's just what's gonna uh, gonna play in the part. I gotta I gotta act like I gotta feed off everybody's energy. I gotta get in there, and then after my fight, usually my shins and elbows and arms are so hurt, I don't even really watch the fights after mine. It's been a few months. You know, I'm pretty sure you've been training the whole time. I've seen that you've been doing a little bit of traveling. You know, talk about the places you've been to and, you know, the, the people you've been training with. Yeah, you know, um, I've I been keeping it, I've been keeping it, uh, you know, regional over here at home, you know, at Port City MMA and Mobile and Blake Slingy Boxing here and travel to Pensacola and train in a couple places with my, uh, with my Remedy family and a couple other places, but, uh, you know, I, uh, my man, my manager, uh, and one of my best friends and promoters in the game, Dean tool wanted me to go try out American top team, coconut Creek. I lived down in Miami for three years, but I was at MMA masters, which is kind of like American top teams, uh, rival down there. And, uh, I've always heard stories, good and bad stories, American top team fighters coming and going from the gym. And I had to go try it out myself, man. You know, and they got they got the top notch guys in there right now. You know, they got uh, Mazadal and Dustin, uh, Barboza and Moicano and Dos Santos. I mean, the names, Joanna. I mean, the names is you know, uh, the names is crazy, man. They got there, and uh, so when I went there, I was like, man, you know, 
I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna, I'm gonna see all these guys, but I'm gonna go try it out for a week. Uh, I had went with my boy Jacob Kilburn. He he's recently signed in the UFC and fought Billy Quarantino the other night. And uh, we rented a place, man, and I rented it for two weeks. But when I went down there with the coaches, like, hey, man, you in mid camp. We only just really want you to stay like a week. But after this, you can come do your camp here. You know, we don't want to mess nothing up with your other coaches, but we'll let you try it out. So basically, I was like, all right. I had in my mind, I was like, I'm probably just going to go a week anyway because I just I just want to see where I'm standing on the totem pole. I know that I trained at MMA Masters, a high-level gym. I would win and lose in battles there, but I want to see where I've come since I've come back home for the last two and a half years and been training with, with, my, with my old coaches and my new coaches and my training partners. Yeah, I want to see – on the totem pole, just where I, I am with, with these uh these high-level top 10 UFC fighters, you know, and uh very, very humbling experience like, like I thought it would be. But also, I did a lot better than I thought I would do. And, um, I, you know, that's, uh, I like it. But I, I'm definitely going to uh, uh, spend, uh, start the fight after this. I'm going to make a trips back down there and uh i really like the atmosphere i like all the guys there man i love i love uh brazilians there's a lot of them there they're, they're real nice everybody was real nice man the coaches i love king mo i love dean thomas these dudes are hilarious telling stories every day king mo was a big fan of me because i beat devin smith this boy in the fight and he, as soon as i come in he's like he's like hey man the shoe shiner guy the shoe shiner guy yeah you know and so i, I he he was he was feeding off of me you know giving me a lot of attention and uh, Dean, he loved me from Island Fights because he commentates the, the UFC fight passes there. And um, Conan didn't really know me at first, but then I think he probably went and looked me up and he saw me and he liked me. So he gave me some attention and talked to me and really, uh, really hit me up on the side and was like, hey, man, you know, we, we really want you to come to your next camp here. I'll be he's actually going to be in New Mexico. He's like, I'll be in New Mexico if you need any. Uh, we got we got somebody fighting on the car. If you need any help. I'm there for you, you know, uh, just ask, you know, and uh, jiu-jitsu coaches, they, it, the jiu-jitsu there is high level, but anytime you're going anywhere with, with some Brazilians, <laughs> all Brazilians are black belts. So, the, you know, if anything, anybody can ever, an MMA fighter can ever improve, it's always the grappling and wrestling. You know, I am a high-level striker. They, I have some of the best boxing MMA. I have went places and tested it, but I could always work on my grappling, you know. And anybody could a black a tenth strike black milk can always work on their grappling. I mean, you know, so it's very humbling experience, like I said. And I'm I'm glad to know where I am on the totem pole. Uh, Dustin Poirier, great great guy, super good dude. I had like a five minute conversation with him after we after we got some roles in. Very he's he's uh would love would love to get in there and get some get some more work with him, man. Very humbling guy. Um. Uh, got got some. I I I got to get some work in with Violet Bob Ross. He had recently made a trip from AKA to American Top Team. Now he's there with American Top Team. And I I before I I was fighting on Island Fights card. And Bob Ross was fighting his fight before last. He was on a podcast uh, on Facebook, and I was playing around and called him out and. Uh, and he was like, yeah, man, it would be cool to fight Brock. I actually know Brock, you know. And he said some good stuff about me, and it was all respect. So when I saw him and we saw each other in the gym, I was like, oh, you know. I called him out. Last time I talked to him, I called him out. So I don't, I don't know how he's going to react. And then he looked at me, he's like, hey, what's up, man? You know, and he he he, he, come, he come to me first, you know. And, and, and 
you know, try to shake my hand. I was like, man, I, I, I like this dude already. You know, he's cool as crap. He just looks cool. He looks, he looks really like, like Bob Ross, you know, but he, he's violent. And, and they pair, they partnered us up to spar right off the rip. You know, Colton was like, Hey, I want you to work with him. It was working out perfect. Cause my opponent's Southpaw and, 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 uh, Pena's Southpaw. So got some real good, uh, sparring, a sparring session in. We, we work real good with each other. It, we fight similar, you know. He's a little taller and a little longer than me. Real good work. I, I'm ready to get back down there and get some more working with them guys, man. You know, after this fight, move, move my camper back down there and uh, spend like five weeks there, five to maybe seven weeks there before every fight, you know. So, uh, yeah, I like it, man. I like I like American Top Team. I, I could definitely make them part of my fight family. Sounds like a plan, man. It's a perfect combination. You know, you got the, your home coaches and you got the, the training partners down there, high level. Um, now, coming up on yep. this fight in Rio Rancho, you know, what are you expecting out of yourself, man? Like, what, what kind of performance do you need to have? You know, because you said that everybody's going to be watching you and people are going to be there for you. What do you expect? Hey, man, I ain't, I ain't going to fix what ain't broke, you know. Uh, people like to see me fight because... I'm all gas, no break, you know, I'm coming wide open, bringing the pressure. I'm trying to bang. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, uh, I ain't got many knockouts on my record, maybe four, I think, TKOs. I don't even think I got a KO. I ain't had a KO since amateur, but I got some TKOs. But if you watch me fight, you know I'm trying to knock you out every second. I mean, I ain't trying to lay on you. I ain't trying to. I'll, I'll get a takedown on you. That's my goal every every round. I was like, I'm gonna bang, but if it goes longer than I think, I'm gonna get a takedown on you too. You know, cause just cause I'm 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 an MMA fighter. I'm not just a boxer anymore. But start of every every round, I'm trying to I'm trying to black black your eyes. I'm trying to touch your chin. I'm trying to make you go to sleep. I'm trying to and definitely in the UFC now they got these 50 extra G's bonuses. That's just that's stars in my eyes, man. That's 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 gonna I, that's gonna put a whole another. You, y'all probably gonna see. Uh, a Brock Weaver y'all never seen. I mean, I have learned something. I mean, I am, I really, I'm really not bragging on myself, but I just, I was telling my wife like, they're like, babe, I have just, my, my, my striking is like improved so much from the contenders fight. And she come watch me. She saw my head movement one day and she's like, oh my God, like you're moving great. You know, like very better. Like my countering zone, my speed zone, I'm going back down to 55. So I've, I've, I haven't been down to 55 since I fought felony two years ago in February. I've been fighting at 70. I'm explosive at 70. I'm strong at 70, but I'm comfortable at 70. Okay. When I go to 55, there's something that people don't understand. People's like, man, why you drop all that weight, man? Why you why you gonna do that, man? You look great at 70. Okay. Yeah, I look great at 70. I feel great at 70. Um, but I'm eating pizza at 70. I'm not as focused at 70. I can get away with things at 70. I can make 70 in one day. One day. I ate a sushi buffet before I fought Devin Smith the night before weigh-ins. Woke up and sweated 10 pounds out. That's that's not focused. Yeah, I performed good. I did good. But what if I didn't? What if I didn't do all that? You know, I could have finished him. I, maybe I could have had that little bit more push, that little more that, that mental. When I make 55, say I, I do it like a construction job or like uh, people work. When I fight at 170 – I'm like working four days a week, 10 hours a day, five days a week, 10 hours a day. When I'm fighting at 155, it's seven twelves, you know, sometimes 14. 
It's seven days a week. It's overtime. Getting that overtime check at 155. I'm I'm a, I love to eat, and I'm a big 155. I walk around at 190. You know, I started this cut at 190. Um, right now, like 173. And um, when I go to 55 and I get in that sauna and I sweat them last five or six pounds out, I'm dead, man. I'm I'm hating life. It makes me hate my opponent for making me do this. So when I get in there and I get I get put in a position in the fight that will make most people break like a mount or get my back took and about choked out. I, if I pushed it out in that sauna and I sit out them last 15 minutes in that sauna that I just didn't know that I could, I just didn't, I didn't have it in me to do. And, and it's mental, man. If you break in that sauna, you'll break in the fight. But if you don't break in there, if you don't break in, in the weight cut, you got that extra push. And at 70, I, I haven't been put, at that breaking point part. And I don't I don't ever want to be put at that breaking point part because I, I was living my life too comfortable at 170. So I don't wanna I might break. I'm not a I'm I'm a man, you know. Uh your your mind will play tricks on you. I might break, who knows? But at 155, I know I'm ready. I know I put the extra work in. I know I ran the extra the extra two or three miles when I when I at one seventy I didn't have to. I know I did the extra round. I know I sweat it more i know i ate better my body's cleaner uh my whole lifestyle's cleaner you know i'm just focused man and that's why you, y'all gonna see i haven't been back down to 55 in two years so coming back my first ufc fight maybe my second ufc i might fight at 170 who knows but this first one's gotta be at 55 i gotta suffer i gotta be mad i gotta be angry i gotta be focused i can't be comfortable for this fight there's no comp. There's nothing gonna be comfortable about this fight. I'm going to altitude. I'm, I was my opponent been out there for four weeks. He's used to the altitude. I'm not used to that altitude. I'm gonna be out there four days before. In that third round, in that third round, I'm probably gonna be struggling for breath. So I got if he gets to that third round, I gotta be mentally strong to to push past that, to to get that extra push. And I believe going. I believe I'm I'm ready. You know, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for that fight of the night bonus. If he gives me that knockout, because I'm, I'm real fast right now, he could give me that knockout the first 10 seconds. I might do something like Connor and Cowboy. And I called it 45 seconds. Connor beat me by 40 seconds. I mean, he beat me by five seconds. He done it in 40. I called 45. Everybody's like, oh, you're crazy. Nah, nah. I knew what he was going to do. But, you know. Uh, if he gets if he gets past the, if he gets past the first minute with me, then it, it might be a war. I mean, um, at, uh, but I'm coming to bang, man. You know, I'm coming wide open. <laughs> ain't no, they ain't no coming out feeling out this guy. They ain't no coming out. Oh, I ain't used to the altitude. I'm gonna I'm gonna pace myself and pick my shots. Nah, I fight every round to gas myself out. Every round, at the end of every round, I ain't sitting in that chair. I stand up, but I want to be tired. Because I know if I'm tired, you got to be tired because you just fought at my pace. And my pace is it's, it's, it's a high pace, man. And 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 I'm trying to get both of us tired so whoever's got more heart is going to win. And he's Mexican and Mexicans have heart. But he's also a pretty boy. And I think I'm going to break him. Devin was a pretty boy. I told you in the thing. So Devin, I don't think Devin's ever been in them deep waters. And at mid-second round, Devin looked break. He he hung in there because, like I said, I I didn't have that extra push in me because I was eating bad. I I wasn't 
I wouldn't I was comfortable in that fight that fight camp. If I'd have been a little meaner, if I'd have been a little meaner, I could have finished Devin. And but this time he I mean, anything can happen in the fight, man. It's fifty fifty. He could catch me. He's got power, he could catch me and knock me out, who knows? But um he's just gonna have to do it. And if he don't, I'm gonna be on him like white on rice. All right, man. February 15th, UFC on ESPN Plus 25, Rio Rancho, New Mexico, USA. Brock Weaver yeah. makes his UFC debut. Appreciate the time, man. Always, always good chatting with you. Fun chats and uh, many more in the future, man, as you rise. Yeah, man. Hit me up anytime. I'm always ready.